Welcome to the Salons by JC podcast, your guide to sweet success. I'm Mona, your host, here to provide you with inspiration and empowerment through great stories, business and marketing tips, and so much more, all to support your independent beauty professional needs. On the Salons by JC podcast, you'll get some amazing guidance from other salon suite owners, franchisees, our Salons by JC partners, industry experts, and thought leaders. At Salons by JC, you're on your own, but never alone. In today's podcast conversation, Mr. Michael Cole. Michael has over 30 years of experience as a stylist, manager, salon chain director, and salon owner. For the last 20 plus years, as the founder of Salon Development Corporation and Summit Salon Business Center, Michael is a galvanizer and global educator specializing in salon business training and coaching to guide salon professionals to achieve dramatic growth in their business. Powered and supported by his partners at L'Oreal USA, Michael is a recipient of numerous awards for helping thousands of salon professionals transform their businesses. The key to Michael's success, his intuitive capability of observing current business trends and translating them into practices so you can achieve, in his words, more, better, faster. Take notes on this one because I guarantee something will resonate in you during this conversation with Mr. Michael Cole. Hello, Michael Cole, and thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I have been waiting for this moment, and I'm super honored that you are here to speak with me and our podcast audience with Salons by JC. So welcome. Thank you, Mona, just uh, inviting me. I've been really looking forward to uh, our conversation. Yes, yes. Well, then. Let's get right into it. First, I'd like to say again, um, not only thank you for being on with us, but thank you for agreeing to be our guest speaker for our upcoming mini virtual conference on October 1st and 2nd. And we know, I know for sure, if no one else knows yet, they will know that you're going to bring a lot of great content and information for our salon professionals. So, I want to talk a lot about that, if you don't mind, this morning. Oh, I'd love to talk about that, Mona. Okay. All right. So before we get started into that, can you just tell everyone, just give a little background on your experience and what you do for salon professionals across the globe? Oh, sure. Well, you know, in a nutshell, I graduated from beauty school in 73. I'm, I'll, let you, I'll let you do the math on that. So I've been in the business all of my life. And, uh, you know, hairdresser, uh, worked um, for a, 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 a brand uh, early on in the 70s, uh, became part of a uh, corporate uh, chain employee and then worked my way up into leadership and did some salons and was really moved by uh, the educating, I call it the non-technical, the, the, you know, how do we how do we serve people? You know, what are the attitudes and 
that make that work only because it really was a big game changer for me when I was behind the chair and I uh, stepped out from behind the chair in the earlier part of the 80s to do this. It was that it, my soul was called to uh, help hairdressers earn a better living, live a better life. Been doing it ever since. And as you know, um, I think around 95, I signed on with L'Oreal. All of the work I do now is backed by them. And I just love them for if either their financial support allows me to continue to evolve. And I, I feel like I'm just getting warmed up. And when I hang out with people like you, you young me down. <laughs> so in a nutshell, that's what I do. Well, thank you for that. I'm going to take that young me down as a compliment okay. because I feel the same way when I talk when I talk to you because I'm super curious. You speak in my language when you talk about the non-technical side of what we do. I'm also um, licensed licensed cosmetologist, and I just I, I'm feeling that kind of heartbeat that you have there. But I'm curious as to when you felt like, look, this part of me, like you said, that calling, I really want to do something for salon professionals on the opposite end of technical of the tech the technical abilities that they have because there's so much uh, rich, great information and training out there on the technical side of things. Plus, you know, a salon professional just brings their own game when it comes to to being doing what they do. They just love it and they they find it. What really was a turning point for you when you said, you know what, this is the, the path I want to take? Because I will say I followed you quite a bit and um, the passion in which you deliver what you deliver to me is golden. So I just want to know where that turning point was with mm. you. I love your term, turning point. If you if you get to a, a height in, in your our careers, it, and you ask a hundred people that are at a, you know, a higher level, what got you there in all of their stories, there is the, the turning point, the holy jumping off place. And mine was five years after I graduated from beauty school, I got off to a real rough start. Um, I thought then that, you know, success was all about to the degree that you could do awesome hair, you know, do awesome hair and they will come. And I didn't know that there's another part of this called, you know, how we treat and serve people, um, how we, you know, that that's as much. And then sometimes it's, it's, it's as much or a bigger part of the experience that a client has in the chair. Well, I didn't, I didn't know that. I was very, uh, we'll call it uh, uh, developmentally delayed when it comes to that. I, you know, I grew up very impoverished in my mother and father, rest their soul, were common laborers. So there really wasn't, you know, a social etiquette that I inherited. I didn't have any training on it. And here I am in my mid-20s, and I'm just struggling. And, uh, you know, it was in the, my second uh, uh, salon was a bigger salon, and, and my wife had been working they're doing real, really well. Mary and I met in beauty school, and she was, frankly, earning a lot more money than I was. And um, I sat and decided to interview. I really wanted to work for the company because I saw how well she was doing. And I talked to the founder of the company then, and he had taken a liking to me and said, you, you've got, you know, you've got the technical stuff done down. You've got awards and everything. I'd love to have the opportunity to have your work for us and to teach you these, this other part. Um, give me six months um, I, I just have a feeling that if we can, if we can get the communication part tight, 
be like, you know, you got a bonfire going called, you know how to do great hair. Let's, let's talk about how to handle people and see if we can pour some nitroglycerin on it. And that was my, that was the, the, the turning point. That was the holy jumping off point that that year after just a little bit of training, uh, my income, I, I think, tripled. Uh, and I not only uh, changed as a uh, professional, but it really it touched me personally. It touched my soul. And um, I, I was then very much into being a technical trainer. And I just, it was, I would demonstrate haircuts and perms and colors and stuff. I would find myself talking about the importance of this. And um, he made, he, he asked me to make a promise that if it would work for me, that in my own way that, you know, be mindful, pass it on. You, today the, it's pay it forward. And I always remember mm -hmm. that. And I started paying it forward. And I just loved not only teaching it and loving the people I was teaching it to, but I just loved watching a lot of them change for the better. It was like, okay, they've been, you, they were going and I, and I got to be kind of the turning point in their life and got hooked on it. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. Oh, I love that story. And you took the words right out of my mouth when you were saying um, you were now paying it forward because it seems as if, and I want to talk a little bit about mentorship, and I've heard you speak about mentorship as well. It seems as if that mentor who saw the best in you, when maybe you were feeling the worst about you know, how your income was flowing and different things that you were maybe not accomplishing the way you wanted to, and then he kind of planted that seed for you. Can you talk to me about um, the mentorship that maybe I feel that you're, I call you, you know, I always give these, give everybody their little names, great names. When I see some great things, I call you the mentor, the minister, and the maven all rolled up <laughs> into one. We can talk about that later. Oh, wow. But yeah, I love, I that. Think, I love that. Yeah, I think it's just really cool the way um, that you do mentor and, and really kind of share. Um, even if it's, you know, we're watching you on YouTube or a webinar or whatever, we can still kind of feel that mentorship part of you coming out. So how do you feel about someone and uh, maybe in, in your same position where you kind of were, you call yourself developmentally delayed or you just kind of were behind the curve a little bit? And how do you feel about folks kind of seeking out that mentor and what do they, what should they look for? in a mentor, when they know they need something, how, how can they go about finding that mentor? Mm. I love your questions. They're very provocative. Uh, I, you know, I can only tell you my experiences, but, um, you know, when I spot someone and I have a, an admiration that, gosh, I, I wish I, I just only hope I can be like that when I, you know, quote, grow up. Um, and, uh, you know, I, you, you, you bump into people and, and uh, I, you know, this one just happened to be someone I wanted to work for. And anytime I was in, you know, whether I say his presence or her presence, I always, I always felt different. I felt uh, hopeful, hopeful and great mentors have the eyes to see that they're, they're able to see the potential for greatness in us that we don't see. And then they're able to engage us in conversations, uh, if we allow them to, that uh, help us to see 
what they see. And then once we see it, you know, that's the great OMG, the, you know, the, the life-changing insight. And then once we kind of wake up to that, that greatness that kind of waits for us to wake up to it, they, they then begin coaching us on, all right, here's, here's how you uh, use this greatness, take advantage of the opportunity to use your greatness to serve uh, other people. Uh, and and now you're using your greatness in the way that it's intended to use, and that's when you know boom goes to dynamite. And so I I just happened to um, that was the, the one of the greatest discoveries in my life. I'm not sure if uh, he found me or I found him, and it doesn't really matter. It just worked. Uh, and then the the idea that I was going to pass it on, um, he always said to me, Michael to the degree that you pass this on or pay this forward, you will become more of the same thing. You will become even more of it because, you know, the law of life, cause and effect, you can't outgive the law. So to the degree you give it away, you will get back way, 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 way more than whatever people feel that they've received from you or me or we. And so, and I took that to heart. And, you know, I mean, if you do the, the, the math, it's, it's 40 plus years later and I'm still waking up and evolving and growing because um, I, you know, I continue to mentor. Now, having said that, the only thing that mentors don't bring to the table, and it was the first thing that my first mentor said is, you know, my willingness, if I'm gonna be a student, uh, you know, and I, I needed to, I, I got beat into a state of willingness because I, I, of all of the things I was doing that weren't good for me, you know, the time release capsules dissolve and all of a sudden I'm in crisis and my, my pants are on fire and, and I'm really, I, I, you get to that place where I am willing to do anything. So I tell people I mentor all the time, look, the only thing I don't bring is your willingness. You know, your, your life will be what you will your life to be. If you bring your willingness to the table, I can take you more, better, faster. But if, if, if your willingness, if you, if you lack willingness and you're not ready yet, better we part ways now. Or if your willingness to some degree is conditional where, you know, yeah, I'm willing, but you know, like tomorrow if I feel like it, I will, but you know, the next day if I don't, I won't, I'm gonna make a decision to, you know, take the ride when I feel like it. I'm going, you know what? I'm not your huckleberry. I, I, you know, I, I need, I was unconditionally willing. You, you don't need to want to take an action in order to take the action, but all of the actions that you, you, we take you, that they're going to make your life better. And to the degree you can show up with, with willingness, that's what gives power to the action. So th these are con conversations I have with everyone I mentor on the front end of the ride, it's, 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 it's the agreement that we come into, what I bring to the table, what you bring to the table. Um, and if we, can, if we can remember that, and as a mentor, I'll, I'll remind you if it looks like you're forgetting because I love you too much to waste your time. I, just, I love those, oh, I love that. You know, I, I love you too much to not tell you the truth because I know that there were lots of moments once I said I was willing, I lost the willingness and my, my mentor had to um, stop the process and say, hey, can we check in for a second? Are you okay? It looks like, you know, you, you've, uh, 
you 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 went a little bit low on your willingness, and you know that those are humbling conversations, but that conversation always woke me up. And people say willingness to for what? Well, I, I willingness in and of itself is the, the the desire to be changed for the better, a willingness to believe, a, a willingness to uh, take action when I don't feel like it, a willingness to disobey a fear when I'm asked to take a new action. Uh, a willingness to believe in things that I don't fully understand yet. I mean, there's all kinds of willingnesses, but to the degree you bring them to the table as a student, to a great mentor, you, you, your life will explode. You, you'll do in a year what most can't do in 20. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes, and yes, those are that was such a great answer, Michael. That was so amazing. I was thinking as you were talking about that, I, I love that whole approach of working with the willing. And I guess as a business coach, I kind of feel that because many times folks will have other things going on in their life and they kind of, like you said, kind of half jump into the process and, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, no, I'll follow that, you know, the next week or whatever. I'll try to get it done. But what I heard you saying is that you've got to be open to moving to next, right? Moving to yeah. that next level. And that's yeah. what a mentor does. I heard this quote. It just reminded me of that when you were talking. It says that um, something like, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase because I always kind of forget verbatim, but therapists help you heal the pain of your past, but coaches and mentors help you unpack your potential for the future. And so we don't want to get it twisted. We're not a therapist or uh, someone that's going to help you find what those past issues are necessarily, but we do want to pull out that potential for your future. So I love what you said about that. You got to be willing. If you want, if you've got a goal to double or triple your income, you've got to be willing to get the help for it. And what a great way uh, to kind of package that for us in mentorship. Thank you for that, for sharing that. Oh my God. I, I love the therapist help us to one. Uh, pack and heal the pain of the past, but a coach will help us unpack the potential for the future. I'm going to give you credit for that the first time I take it, and then I'm going to steal it. <laughs> All right. I, I stole it from somebody too, so we'll, we're just paying it forward. I think it's just such oh a great goodness. way yeah. to look at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. I, I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation. Mona, oh, let me talk to you. You're an enlightened soul. Oh, gosh. Well, thank you. And so, you you know, light sees light. So I definitely um, feel that in that in you. But I wanted to ask you a question about I heard you speak um, with, oh, gosh, I've heard you talk about so much, but I can't remember. It may have been with American Salon. It may not have been. But you talked about categories. You talked about when we're in this business, we've got to know our place in the industry whether you're a freshman, sophomore, a senior, and then you broke it even down to millennials. But I want you to just touch on it because I really want you to expand on this when we have our conference. I think it's, it's a great place to start knowing where you are because I can remember when I started out in this industry 25 years ago, not knowing my place <laughs> as a freshman. I thought I could do so much more than what I was ready to do. And, you know, our head makes it soft, you know what? So I kind of 
I feel like I made a lot of mistakes because I didn't understand where I was and how to maximize where I was at the moment. Mm. Can you yeah. talk about that? Sure. I, you know, I, um, what comes up in mind is I listen and consider the question. If, if I'm just starting and I haven't really started yet, that's a different conversation than, gee, I've got five years in, 10 years in, and there's a, there's, there's a gap between where I thought I would be and where I'm at. Those are two different conversations you know if, if you if you you're just getting out of school or beginning school that's a really fun place to begin coaching and mentoring someone because th there's not as much to unlearn you're you're fresh you're but too many of us get off to a, a less than stellar start and we we pick up we'll call them self-defeating habits and we don't know it. It's not like we wake up every day to engage in a habit that's sabotaging us, but we just don't know it. And now we're three years, five years, 10 years, 15, 20. And depending, we, we can be in situations all of a sudden, you know, there's pennies in my pocket, nothing in the bank, a creditors calling, you know, asking the promises that checks were in the mail and behind on car payments. I mean, they can get really, really, really gritty. So depending on who I'm mentoring or coaching, I, you know, tell me, tell me your story. Where have you been? Where you're, are, are you at and where are you going? And then based on those answers, I know exactly where to do surgical strikes. So, you know, it, it, we can start with a, a newer person or we can start with I'm, I've been in the game now and there's too much of a gap and I, I, I need help getting unstuck. Which one do you want to start with? Right. Well, I love the beginning part where you talked about the freshman. We're knowing when you get with that one, you have to ask them where you are, where you've been and where you're going. They have to kind of know something. You know, oh, yes. I think you can't just jump in and say, I've got this great talent, which is what I did. I'm just telling my story. I've got this great talent. I can do all things. Um, but I didn't have the vision of what I wanted to do necessarily. Uh, yeah. Even help people and, you know, right. all of that, the healing part of making people look good and feel good. But really no vision um, of what, what I was actually doing. So I like that beginning point that new person and then maybe in with that really seasoned person that been there done that and they understand maybe some of the mistakes if you will or decisions that they made that didn't quite serve them well yeah 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 and and you know when newer people you know as i i always like to you know seek first to understand them and then you know i know what it is i i'm going to attempt to get them to understand that I'm bringing you to the table, but your, your, you know, your, your, your average person that hasn't had uh, much life experience in being coached, they'll, they'll, they'll have this intuitive sense. Well, I want to do really well. And, you know, I want to have, you know, and I never put that down. I, I, I think, Oh, that's wonderful. So at least you've got this intuitive sense. Would you be willing to engage in a conversation to make it a bit more specific because to the degree that you're specific, I can help you to go to the promised land. 
more, better, faster. Because what you're telling me is, I want to go to the promised land. I'm not real sure even what the promised land looks like. I just know it's really, really good. Great. Well, let, 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 let me see if I can teach you it, where in measurable terms. So promised land would mean that between now and the next 12 months, 24, 36 months, you'd like to be at this level of income. Oh my God, yes, 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 yes. And, and with that income, you'd like to manage your money in a way where you can get some of the issues in your life settled, you know, cleaned up, that if you've incurred debt on this or if you got in it so that you can get a fresh, yes, I want that too, okay. Uh, and then, well, let me show you a little chart that, that you know, once we know uh, how, many, how, much, how many hours a day or how many days a week you're, you're, you're able to kind of put into your livelihood, Here's what you're going to need in, in client count, whether it's repeat or referral. And here's where you're going to need your average ticket. And this, those are the metrics. But those are kind of like the, the indicators that you're on your way to the promised land. And then here are some processes, some best practices that you're going to really want to take advantage of every time you, you show up and you're with your client or Every time you have an empty hour in your book, there's even practices that you can engage in where you, you use this hour of empty space to fill future hours based on doing something with your business rather than marking the time out to go and run an errand or whatever. I can. It's like good coaches and mentors help their students get real clear about that. And if the student is willing, they'll hyperventilate. It's like, oh my God, oh my God, this is so good. And, you know, and I say, well, yes, it's, it's very, 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 very simple, but it's not easy. It's simple, but it's never easy. Well, I thought simple and easy were the same. No, it's simple to understand, but not always easy to do. Because in that moment of truth where you're going to take action on, on an idea that I give you now, what you'll bump into in the moment of truth is the, I don't feel like doing this. And that, that which is basically fear that because I've not taken this action before, it's foreign to me and it feels creepy and it's, I'm not sure, or I took it and because I'm not skillful, it didn't do what you told me it was gonna do. Well, you know what, this all comes with the process. That's why I'm gonna stay close to you and love you enough that when I see that you get bogged down by that, I'll help you to get unstuck because you will get, you will get bogged down. Or maybe you lack a willingness to believe that you do have, as you call it, unpacking this potential for greatness. You really, you, you, you bring a lot of baggage with you. You, you. The messages that you got before you showed up were not, gee, there's a lot of potential and greatness in, in you. It's, it's the NGE message, not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not confident enough. Well, you know, I believe that you believe that, but I love you too much to believe it. I believe that you are awesome, and I'm going to believe that for you until you can believe it for yourself, and then your life's going to explode. And when you, you know, when we hug each other and we're crying because your life has changed, I'm going to say to you, you owe me. And you're going to pay me back by, by paying it forward because, you know, there's a whole lot of people that are at where you used to be. So let, let's get busy paying this forward. I love it. You owe me. Oh, I got to use that one because that's so true. That's how we make that footprint last. <laughs> we get that call to action. Okay. You owe me. I need you to do the same for someone else, especially yeah. in this industry where I think 
we're lacking um, that in so many ways and not in, in a horrible way that we, we, we've intentionally done that. I think we just need these kinds of, kinds of conversations. I love what you said about the promised land. And what I was thinking was defining the promised land for you, right? It has yeah. to be for you, where you've been, where you're going, what you want to do, what you what issues you have, and then let's work it out. This is a multi-billion dollar industry. None of our, you know, fellow salon professionals should struggle long when we, you know, like you talk about and do what we uh, kind of get those processes in place and really know where we're going. You are going to be so amazing on our conference. I'm not even going to ask you any other questions because I don't want them to just get all of this on the podcast. They've well, got but, to see you. But see Moni, you and hear you Moni, you <laughs> promised me that if I would come and do that uh, for your people, that we, we would do it together, that you, you, you and I would be kind of flying the airplane together and it would be a conversation because conversations are always so much more interesting than what it yes. takes when, when, the, when, the, when the minister is preaching the gospel. Uh, I want to be, be with my fellow mentor. You're just a great, uh, a great person to engage in a conversation. I've already learned so much in the last half hour with you. Oh my goodness! Well, thank you for that. Yes, I will be there. I'm going to be your choir, your your moderator. Your I'm definitely going to be there because I want to. I've got so many more questions to ask for you, and I know that some of the salon professionals will have the same questions in their head. And of course, we're going to get them to. Um, ask questions while you're you're there. So we want to make sure that they get the most of what you have to offer, which is so, so much. And I'm going to leave that charge. So get ready. You're going to be worked on those two days, Michael. And we are so looking forward to it. I know I am for sure. We're playing it up. We're getting folks interested in it because I think right now with everything that has gone on, they need this we need this we need to oh, have this conversation yeah, yeah, don't you yeah. agree oh i yeah this is called the power of hope h-o-p-e mm -hmm. you know how our potential uh explodes oh i love it and um get yeah when we when we have a great content we, we get recharged so i i have a feeling that you and i collectively We'll uh, we'll leave a mark and and make history, and there'll be a whole bunch of people that'll show up for this, and the trajectory of their life will be profoundly changed. So I can hardly wait, Mona. I believe that I received <laughs> that message, and I believe it. So, gosh, I really thank you so much for that. Thank you for your willingness to to just be who you are and give us what um, you have, what you've learned in the many years that you've had this experience. And so, yeah, we're gonna bring it, and we definitely are ready to impart that to our salon professionals at Salons by JC. So I want to thank you again for taking your time to kind of help us with this kickoff. You're gonna, we're going to get it started. And oh my gosh, I've taken like three pages of notes in here trying to <laughs> interview you at the same time. So I've got a lot more for you, Michael. But thank you again for joining today on the podcast. Will you come back again? Oh, absolutely. Your, your wish is my command. Uh, you you say awesome. when I'll be there. Awesome. I'll hold you to that. Well, you have a great rest of your day, and um, we'll see you on the first. I, I look forward to it.
Thanks for tuning in to the Salons by JC podcast. Tune in next time for another sweet success episode. If there's something you'd like to hear on a future podcast, send us a message. If you like what you've heard, follow us on your favorite podcast channel. For franchising opportunities or for more information on becoming a luxury Salons by JC suite owner, visit our website at salonsbyjc.com. Have the professional life you dream of, and we'll help get you there. At Salons by JC, you're on your own, but never alone. So keep dreaming big. Until next time.